Sunday, July 16th, 2017. It's been a very busy week since I last podcasted. Actually, on that Tuesday when I podcasted, I said that I had gone to the dentist. I went to the dentist, and I did not have any cavities, but I do have to have some other work done. I have an old crown that needs to be replaced and a new crown right next to that, but um, that's been known about for a while, so nothing new has been uh, discovered. So I say I got a good report at the dentist. And then on Wednesday, my friend Jill and I went to Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Um, Harper's Ferry is, um, I don't really know what it's, <laughs> why it's a special place, but it is a national historical site. And they have, it's like where two rivers come together, the the Potomac River and the Shenandoah River, and I guess that's significant. And there is also a place called Jefferson's Rock there, where Thomas Jefferson went out um, surveying the the land, I guess, and went as far west as West Virginia there, and stood up on this rock and saw the two rivers coming together and was so impressed or awed by the view, I guess, that he that's when he decided to send Lewis and Clark west to discover the rest of the country. So um, anyway, Jill and I went there on Wednesday and we um, drove up there in the morning and took this hike going up to Jefferson's Rock and it's an extremely steep uh, climb. I called it a hike because it's not a walk. You definitely have to climb on rocks and stuff to get up to where the Jefferson's Rock is. And when we got up there, sure enough, we saw the same thing. Jefferson, Jefferson saw the Shenandoah River coming in on the left and the Potomac River coming on the right and how they join in the middle and then continue down as the Potomac River. Um, Then we just kind of like walked around the town and and did different things and had some lunch and we were sweating like pigs because it was like 90 some degrees, 95, 96 degrees. It was quite hot and I was really wet, soaking wet by the end of the trip. At the end, we went to a couple wineries to pick up club wines for the um, wineries that I belong to that are not too far from Harpers Ferry, in, in, but in Virginia. Now, I did um, shoot video on that day, so I created a video of Jill and I's day at Harpers Ferry, and you can see it on my YouTube channel. Um, it's Paul Armstrong. Just search for that on YouTube, and you can see the video. But I will actually embed it in this post on the on the website. So if you go to archerr.com, you will see the video. So go over there and check it out. Um, then on Thursday, I had a social media meeting with a friend of mine. I know it sounds very official and all, but um, a friend of mine just started a new business and he doesn't have a very good social media presence in terms of Twitter and Instagram. He does have a Facebook page, but he didn't have the other two. So I helped him set those up and um, I'm playing with the phone cord in case you're hearing that. Um, he needed help like um, scrubbing his Twitter account of political stuff and stuff that's not related to uh, the business. So I helped him delete those tweets and unlike things that were um, not really appropriate for business. And then I set him up on an Instagram account to uh, you know get you know get people to follow him or whatever. So I taught him how to do all that stuff and I helped him do it. And then I said to him, you know, you gotta be on this and post a couple times a week of different things relating to the business or because um, it's about travel. And I said, you need to post things to make people interested and ask you questions and stuff. So he said he would, but 
looking at it today, he hasn't done anything with it since. <laughs> but that was only Thursday, so maybe he will. I don't know. And then on Thursday, I walked. I did a, a really long walk in the afternoon because we went out to lunch after the meeting, and I ate way too much food at lunch. So I said, I've got to walk. So I ended up walking like, I don't know, I think it was 2.47 miles or something like that. Um, and I, was, of course, again, was dead tired. I've been doing this walking thing. I started walking. If you follow me on Facebook, um, I keep posting all my little uh, walks because on the Apple Watch, you can click on uh, your different kinds of walks and it'll, like, through the exercise app, that is. And it will keep track of your steps, your um, heart rate, your distance. Uh, it keeps track of all this stuff. And then um, you can you know see it all at the end. So on Thursday, I walked, I think it was 2.47 miles. And um, I was very tired and hot. But anyway, so I've been trying to do that every day. There's a hashtag on Twitter and Facebook called Two Miles Every Damn Day. And people post a picture of something that they have seen on their two-mile walk. So I started doing that too. I would take a picture and post that and then use the hashtag. Or I would post my exercise app thing and um, you know put the hashtag on that too. So that was Thursday. Now, Friday, I was actually trying to podcast on Friday, but I was using my old equipment. I had gone to my storage unit thinking that I could use my old podcasting equipment, the old mixer, the old microphones, and the old uh, mic stands that um, Daniel Brewer got me. I set it all up, plugged it all in, and I kept getting this horrible hissing noise. I, I think the, um, the uh, old... Um, mixer was just too old. I bought that way back in 2005. So it was probably old. So I decided, forget it. I'm going to use this USB um, blue Yeti microphone. I don't, I don't really care for this microphone, but I'm going to end up having to use it now because it's the only thing I have. And I really do not want to put any more money in podcasting. However, I did spend a little bit of money. I ordered the um, isolation thing that um, holds the microphone upside down on a mic stand so that you don't hear any vibrations or um, buzzing from other things. Like, I don't know if you can hear the, the fan from this computer or not. I hear, I hear it really slightly, but I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to end up using this, this microphone all the time for my podcasting. So anyway, I was going to do that on Friday. I was going to podcast on Friday, but ended up not doing it, and that's why I'm doing it today. Oh, wait, today's Sunday. Well, that's why I didn't do it on Saturday either. I was doing it today's Sunday. Anyway, um, also on Friday, I had to go to the DMV to return my old license plates. When you trade in your car, you better keep the license plates because you can get into some trouble if people get a hold of those license plates and then put them on a stolen car and then get tickets and stuff that are still, still in your name. So anyway, I had the dealer give me the license plates and I went to the dealers. I mean, I went to the DMV and of course you have to stand in line forever at the DMV. I don't know why DMVs are so um, horrible at at dealing with customers, not uh, dealing with customers. I mean, like getting people through the system. It's like you know, here's what I need you to do. Just do it. It's like anyway. I got there at like seven fifteen in the morning, and they didn't open until eight fifteen. I had to stand there at least forty five minutes before they opened the doors, and then you stood inside the doors for another fifteen minutes. But it was worth it because I was the third person in line, and by the time they did open the doors, the line was, you know, wrapped around those little line things that they have set up for like um, amusement park rides. They had that kind of thing in, inside the DMV. And that was completely filled in the door. The line was out the door and around the corridor and all that stuff. So I was glad I got there early. I simply walked in there and told her, I said, I bought a new car. The dealer's taking care of the 
registration, license, and um, taxes for the new car. But I kept the license plates, and I told her, I said, I went online, and I canceled the registration, but I want to turn in the license plates here at the DMV so I don't get in any kind of trouble. And she just, like, raised her thumb, and she said, good job for you. That's all you need. And then I was out of there. So it, like, took two seconds. But after the DMV, I went to the dealer because I drove way the hell out into where I bought the car because I had to give them a copy of my license. I mean, not license. (laughs) I don't know what I'm thinking of. I had to give them a copy of my insurance to show that I had insurance on this new car. They would not issue new license plates until they had proof of insurance. So I drove out there and gave them the proof of insurance. So within the next 25 days or so, 24 days, I should get my license plates and registration um, and all that stuff. So, But it, it takes time to drive out there. It's a good 45 minutes to drive out where the dealership is because they're in, in the city of Washington, D.C., nobody sells cars in the city limits that I know of. Like there are no Ford dealerships or Chevy dealerships. I don't, I don't even know that anybody sells cars in D.C. But So you have to you have either go to Maryland or Virginia to buy a brand new car. So anyway, I went to Virginia. And then on my way back, I stopped at my storage unit to um, return those uh, podcasting stuff. I might end up just throwing that stuff away. But I also got out of my storage unit all my old iPads and my old iPods and some other Apple stuff because, um, I don't know if you know, but I have another YouTube channel that has um, videos on that's just dedicated to my Apple collection. If you're at all interested, that YouTube channel is My Slice of Apple. So check that out. I literally, right before I started this podcast, posted a video over there um, about my um, very first iPod. iPad. I um, It's only a really short two minutes, two minutes and 30 seconds, but it talks about my first iPad because I bought the very first version of the iPad way back in 2010. And I am a stickler about my Apple stuff. I keep the box, I keep the paperwork, I keep the original charger, the original cord, everything. So, and it's all, of course, in pristine condition. But that was one thing I posted was the iPad video, but I have several others. Like I have my iPod collection to do. I have, um, do you know that um, sound system, the very first sound system that Apple came out with was called the um, iPod Hi-Fi. Well, I bought one of those, and um, I made a little video of that, but I haven't posted it yet, so that'll be coming in the future. I, I was thinking about doing because I got the ear pods. Do you know the little ear pods as wireless headphones? They look just like the regular headphones, with just with no cord in them. And I got those, and those things are fantastic. I was thinking about doing a video of those, but I haven't recorded anything yet. So then that brings us to Saturday, and on Saturday, what did I do on Saturday? Oh, I know what I did on Saturday. I went for a really long walk. Going back to the Apple Watch, um, a nipple walk, as Big Fatty would say. Going back to the Apple Watch, um, on the exercise app, you can get certain badges for completing certain amounts of workouts or burning off the most calories or whatever. Well, a couple weeks ago, Apple announced that on July 15th, which was yesterday, Saturday, if you walked 3.5 miles, you would get the National Park Badge. And they um, to describe what that is, that's the distance from, well, I don't know where it is. I should look at that badge, what that badge says. But it's the, it's the National Park Badge because you, if you walk 3.5 miles, you get 
um, this badge for, let me tap on this. And, oh, how do I go to that? Oh, there it is, achievements. I'm looking on my iPhone now. So the, you get this badge. It says you earned this award on July 15, 2007 by doing a workout of at least 3.5 miles. The distance of the old of old faithful to the Mallard Lake hike in Yellowstone National Park. Now I was I posted that on Facebook and Arthur from the Amarins podcast said he saw that he could get that badge too, but he didn't do the walk because he doesn't have a national park anywhere near him. And I you know wrote back saying, well it didn't I didn't do mine in a national park. I just did a regular old walk for three and a half miles, and believe me, it killed me because the most I've been doing is like two and a half miles, and adding another mile onto it really wiped me out. But anyway. So um, Arthur said he couldn't do it because he's not near a national park. And I wrote back saying, well, you don't you didn't have to do it in a national park. That's just the badge you would get because of the distance that you're walking. And he wrote back saying, you know, oh, well, now you tell me. Well, I didn't know to tell him in the first place. It was funny. So um, he could have gotten that badge. But I, I, he says he's walking every day now, too, because of his um, medical issues that he's had in the past. He's getting trying to get better and better. And I think he is. He's doing very well right now. Um, anyway, so that was on Saturday, but I know I did other things on Saturday. Did I go somewhere on Saturday? I can't think. And now I do sound like Big Fatty. I can't remember what I did on the weekend, and it was just yesterday. <laughs> anyway, so that brings us to today, Sunday. Well, today I went on one of my famous bird walks. I, of course, to go along with my exercising, I went to a place called Huntley Meadows um, I was a wildlife reserve or something like that. But it's Huntley Meadows Park. It's in Alexandria, Virginia. And they have, it's a big waterland area. There's lots of swamps. There's a big lake. There's hiking trails. And it's all in the woods and stuff. So, and, and I've been there many, many times before to go bird watching. And I decided, because I haven't been bird watching for months and months and months. Probably six months, maybe. Maybe five months. I don't know. Anyway. So I went to the um, Huntley Meadows Park and did a walk around the swamp, the wetlands, and I um, took pictures of blue herons, green herons. Of course, I saw cardinals and red-winged blackbirds and all kinds of birds. So I spent about an hour walking around taking pictures of birds. And that's like, I don't know if it's a calming thing, but um, looking for birds and taking pictures of birds, I... Um, it's like I go to a different, a completely different place. I'm not thinking about anything else but listening for the bird sounds and then trying to find them visually and then taking a picture of them. And I don't know what it is, but it's extremely calming and um, I don't know. It just takes my mind out away from everything else. So I really enjoy that time. Before before I know it, an hour is gone, and I'm like, oh, I got to get moving. I got to get things to do. I've got things to do. But I since I had gotten up early to go to. Because you have to go, I go early in the morning when the birds are all, you know, trying to find food and stuff. Shortly after sunrise, which is like 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. Of course, there was no traffic, but it still takes about 30 minutes to get there. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was dead tired from walking for an hour. And I didn't get quite the exercise I needed to. So I did another walk this afternoon. But um, when I came home from that, I decided I was going to sit on the couch and watch the Sunday uh, CBS Sunday morning show, which I love to watch every Sunday. And I fell asleep within the first three minutes, and I didn't wake up for like an hour and a half. <laughs> so I probably should have just stayed in bed and you know gone later to the to watch birds. But um, anyway, I do definitely enjoy my bird watching. I have not gone through my photographs yet, but I think I found like four or five new birds 
And I'm only, like, this year has not been very good in, in terms of 2017. has not been a very good year for birds because I haven't made the time to go out and do bird watching. But, of course, now that I'm retired, I can get back to it. But anyway, I think my number is only, uh, like, maybe 20 birds. I, I bet it's less than that. But, um, yeah, so that's what I did today. And then uh, this afternoon I was um, working on videos and stuff. So that's where I am today, and, and, and we're coming to the end of the day. Actually, it's like 9.30 at night. Um, I did want to say that um, what, I'm, what I'm watching on TV, of course I'm watching Big Brother. I'm watching The Real Housewives of New York, and The O.C., I think, um, yeah, that, that's back now, too. That started, I think, last week. But um, I do watch things on Netflix as well, and I've watched um, the first two seasons of um, Grace and Frankie, and I think there's a third season to watch. But um, on Friday, or was it Thursday? It was on Thursday. I was watching Good Morning America. And they had um, Fred Savage and I don't know the, who the other two people were. I can't think of their names. It was the girl who was in, um, oh, that CBS sitcom. Uh, something about being married. Oh, God, I can't think of it. I, I'm getting old. But anyway, I got an alert on my phone on Friday after seeing this interview on Thursday from Netflix saying we have this new, um, you know, another new release uh, of a series called Friends from College. And they were 30-minute um, episodes. So I decided I'm going to watch that. So I think it was, yeah, it was, maybe that's what I did most of Saturday <laughs> was watch that. I watched the entire eight episodes. So they're 30 minutes each. That's what's three hours yeah I guess three and a half hours something like that it wasn't that bad but the show was actually pretty good um it made me think of um well I well, one thing I think it was slightly overacted by some of those actors like Fred Savage he was from the Wonder Years from the 80s and he's all grown up now and I think he's in his 40s he it seemed like he was overacting a bit but I really liked the storyline has anybody watched this um, series on Netflix called um, Friends from College. Um, it, it, I guess the 90s are back because these guys went to college in the 90s. And everybody, so I guess, you know, there's like this nostalgia. You know, at one time the 80s were big. Well, now it's like, it seems like the 90s are big. So this series is about these four or six people who are super good friends in college. And um, two of them were sleeping together, and but yet they both got married to separate people. And um, it's, it's, it was just a real interesting um, series and, and a couple of really funny parts too. But um, I suggest, I mean, I'm going to make that recommendation. Go to Netflix and watch Friends from College. Now, I've got other things, other things to watch on Netflix as well, but I, I will just have to, you know, get to them when I get to them. Anyway, I've been going on much, much longer than I thought I was going to go on. We're coming up on uh, almost 20 minutes. Jeez. So I think I'm going to stop there. We are going on a little short vacation later this week, so I don't know if I'll be podcasting the rest of the week or not. We shall see. So anyway, that is all for now. So until next time, bye.